The fighting continues in Gaza today. The Israeli military has announced it is carrying out a significant operation that started yesterday, but a widespread communications blackout also continues. It's hard to get news out about what is exactly happening. Meanwhile, around the world, including here in Vancouver over the weekend, we saw protests continuing. Now, this Israeli-Palestinian conflict is just the latest, right, in a dispute that goes back not decades, but longer. Look, we're talking centuries. The history of that area tells us this will not be solved or settled readily, given that both sides have ancient ties to the land that they are claiming here. Dr. Daniel Miller is an associate professor of religion, society, and culture at Bishop's University and joins us now to talk about that. Dr. Miller, thanks for being here. Hi, thank you for having me on the program, Simi. So, Dr. Miller, how far back do these ties go? Like this disputed area, what are we talking about here? Uh, well, you're talking about an area that was uh, in ancient times called Canaan, and then uh, we get our first um, attestation of the term uh, Israel in 1208 uh, BCE, or uh, BC, as most people would say, um, in a, uh, a victory stela from an Egyptian pharaoh. He mentions a people called Israel, and uh, that's uh, so the end of the 13th century BCE. Then uh, a couple hundred years later, you have uh, a what's co- what scholars call a united monarchy, apparently also called Israel, and, and that splits into a kingdom called Israel in the north and a kingdom called Judah in the south. And the kingdom called Israel in the north is wiped out in 722 BCE by a Mesopotamian people called the uh, Neo-Assyrians, so from ancient Iraq. Uh, Palestina then um, first shows up in really the uh, second century of the Common Era, when um, the land that had been the kingdom of Judah, the southern kingdom, um, gets renamed following a Jewish revolt that ends in 135 CE, uh, so AD. Um, and uh, it gets, the whole area kind of gets called Syria, Palestina, and the part that had been uh, the kingdom of Judah, the southern Israelite kingdom, becomes uh, known as Palestina. And uh, and there you have it. Uh, Palestina is based on the names of, name of the Philistines, um, who were the uh, enemies of the Israelites in the uh, the Hebrew Bible. Um, they had controlled the uh, the coast of the area. Uh, but it's actually not correct to say then that this dispute between the Jews and the uh, and the Palestinians, uh, the Arabs, goes back hundreds of years. Because uh, following 135 CE, uh, the Jews were essentially expelled from much of that land, and uh, they only started to really come back. Uh, their, their presence never ended in that land at all. There were always Jews, but uh, they only started to come back in the second half of the 19th century. Um, but Dr. Miller, and, you're talking uh, thousands of years here, right? Which is to give <laughs> yes, people an idea of how <laughs> deep this goes and why the fighting is so passionate there. You can't. How do we expect to solve in the modern day a conflict that is shaped by thousands of years of history? Uh, the only way is to recognize that both sides have a legitimate claim to the land. Um, the Jews were there first in the sense that uh, the Israelite kingdoms uh, were um, located in that region. Um, and then in the common era following the uh, Muslim conquests of the 7th century, the Arabs moved into the area um, and they were there for hundreds and hundreds of years. 
So both sides have a legitimate claim to the land. Both sides have to see each other as human beings um, rather than as simply enemies and foes. There has to be a two-state solution. And ironically, um, this latest and most awful war between Israel and Hamas actually has revived the possibility of the two-state solution because world so? leaders are seeing there's only one way forward. Do you think it's so? Like we, there was they were close to that in the 1990s. They that were. It was solution. derailed. It was derailed by a combination of um, Hamas bombings and uh, the assassination of Yitzhak Rabin uh, by a Jewish ultra-nationalist. They were never closer then than in uh, to a two-state solution. They got close again in 2000 uh, when Clinton brought uh, Ehud right, Barak yeah. and Yasser Arafat to Camp David. Um, but since Netanyahu has taken power, and he's been in power essentially for the last decade and a half, with a year off there between 21 and 22, um, the two-state solution really has been on life support. But also the two-state, I mean, the reason why it didn't work 20 years ago is because it was the Palestinian side that said, no, we cannot accept this. That is correct. That is correct. Um, Yasser Arafat said, uh, yeah. you, want, you want me to want march in my own funeral. Um, he accused uh, the Israelis and the Americans, of course, uh, of giving him um, non-contiguous territory that would be like Bantustans in South Africa. So, so yes. we were close, and now 20 years later, it feels like it's incredibly far apart. But it, do you th- can the yes. rest of the world say, listen, it's time to seriously look at an end result here in terms of a two-state solution? That is the only way forward. And um, as I said, it's ironic that this horrific attack on October 7th by Hamas and um, the brutal um, response by the Israelis may ultimately revive the two-state solution. Also, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, um, who has never negotiated in good faith with the Palestinians, wanted to do everything he could to stop a Palestinian state. He is most likely going to be gone when this war is over. Um, because Israelis are furious with him for having allowed this to occur, the October 7th attacks on his watch. Um, he had divided the society before that. There were huge demonstrations against the judicial reform that he and his far-right cabinet wanted to bring in. So, so uh, Netanyahu's this, this career could be over. Yes, yeah, so you're saying this is different this time. Uh, yes, it is absolutely different. Um, in this case, Israel will not stop until Hamas is... Uh, removed from governing Gaza. There is no way that Israel will agree to a ceasefire because what Hamas did on October 7th was call into question the entire reason for the existence of the state of Israel. If Israel cannot keep uh, Jews, Israelis, (laughs) safe and secure, then there really is no point for the state of Israel to exist. So Israel cannot allow status quo to uh, take over again. I'm on the history. Dr. Miller, thanks for talking to us about it this morning. Okay, thank you, Simi. That's Dr. Daniel Miller, Associate Professor of Religion, Society, and Culture at Bishop's University, giving us an idea of how long this has been going on, thousands of years.